Sell in a way that feels good. You've probably heard me say this on more than one occasion, but have you ever stopped to think about why feeling good is the path to more sales? Heck, feeling good is the path to a whole lot more than sales. I'd be willing to bet it's the whole reason you started this business in the first place. So in this two-part series, I'm doing a deep dive on exactly what I mean by feel good and busting through the myth that it means you have to be high vibe all the time or bypass your feelings because hello, you're human and that's just not how we roll around here. If you're someone who has ever felt like you need to hustle for your worth or earn your rest, then this episode is a absolute must listen that's going to help you to finally give yourself the permission to make yourself top priority without sacrificing results. What I've found to be true is that when you feel good, you actually make more sales because of it. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber, the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. Hello, hello, my simple shifters. I hope you're having an incredible week. I have to tell you, I just got a haircut today and it had gotten to the point where it was, it still looked okay, but you know, when the ends are just kind of like not as great as you know, they could be and really just starting to feel like it was showing signs of needing to be cut. And finally was able to find a hairdresser near me. I used to go down into Denver to get my haircut. This is probably way too much information, but whatever. We're going there, friends. But used to go down to Denver, which is like a good 40-minute drive from where I live, right? 30 to 40 minutes with traffic. And I am so excited that I found a new hairdresser near me. And she did an amazing job today. And you know that feeling when your hair is just so much lighter and just feel like I feel like a new human. Like it's amazing. I feel like the most relief of just having my hair cut and feeling lighter and all of that like salon goodness where they use the right products and it's less frizzy and just such an amazing experience. So I am just soaking in all the good feels today around that and getting ready to head out to on vacation to Mexico with my husband. So I'm recording this ahead of time, but just looking forward to that so much as well and cannot wait for some warmer weather. There we go. And sunshine and ocean breeze and pina coladas and all the things. So really, really looking forward to that as well and just wanted to share that with you. So today I am talking about how feeling good is the path to more sales. Now, you know that I say all the time, close more sales in a way that feels good. But what I want to point out here is 
It's also true that feeling good is the path to more sales. And I know that feels like a slight differentiation, but it really is important. Now, I think that this gets really misconstrued in the online space because there is this expectation that you need to be like high vibe all the time or always feel good. And if you're not feeling good, you're attracting negative things. And like, it can make you watch yourself really closely and it can also not feel good, which is the opposite of what we're going for today. So I really want to talk about the differentiation here of how feeling good will actually help you to close more sales because this is that permission piece that we often need to actually make feeling good a priority. Now, when we make feeling good a priority, what we're also simultaneously doing is up-leveling our self-worth. And what I mean by that is oftentimes if we are really truly making our happiness, feeling good, all of it, a priority, then we are setting better boundaries. We're saying no to things we don't actually want to do. We're saying yes to taking care of ourselves, to the workout, to the eating right, to the whatever, right? Insert thing here. And look, if that doesn't feel good to you either, like I am all about what actually feels good to you. So that's more important than any other thing you're going to like check off a list that's supposed to make you feel good right? What I think often happens is we think, okay, I'll feel good when I have these 20 things taken care of in my life, right? When I finally have the perfect morning routine, when I'm finally meal prepping, when I'm finally, you know, have a closet full of clothes that I actually enjoy and I've donated the rest, when I finally have more time, then I'm really going to feel good. And what that can do is it can create this really long laundry list of things that you think you need to do to feel good. But what I have found to be true is that we can just go straight for the feeling good. We don't actually need the laundry list of things. And that's where mindset is so freaking important. And this is why I believe in this work wholeheartedly. This is why I will preach mindset work forever, right? Because when you shift your mindset, you will start to feel better. And feeling better is also the path to more sales. So there's this way where we think this is like super contradictory, I guess. Is that the way you say that? I think that's the word. But I think that logically in our brains, we're like, no, we must struggle, hustle, put in the time, put in the hard work to get to a point where we earn, and I'm using air quotes here, earn that feeling good, right? Like I'll feel good after I'm booked out and have all these clients. I hear this all the time from clients and I'm like, from someone who was booked out, I can tell you it does not work that way. And why I say that is because for a really long time, I honestly believe that. I honestly believe that, you know, I would earn that respite. I would earn that opportunity to feel good. But what I really did was just make myself fucking miserable in the process. And that is what I am trying to save you from today because it is so unnecessary. And I can tell you, this is something I have shifted again and again and again and again, because it is something that really just did not come naturally to me. It did not come easily for me to make feeling good a priority. However, I have found that the more that I have focused on feeling good, the more the results seem to show up. And I don't just mean magically show up. I mean, 
I know that I have put in the mindset work to make feeling good a priority. And by way of doing that, the actions that I'm taking in my business have a different mindset, a different energy behind them, and they result in more of the things that I want. And that is a really, really important part to point out here, because I think sometimes when we think, when we hear focus on feeling good, right? There's almost this idea that what I mean is, you know, don't work in your business, go and have all day long spa treatments, spend money whenever you want, or just take care of yourself, go on like hikes whenever and do all these other things and, and don't actually work in your business. And that's not at all what I'm saying. But I think that that is kind of where our mind goes. And you're like, oh my gosh, but Amanda, if I had all day spa treatments, I wouldn't actually be able to move this business forward. Yes, totally agree. Don't do that, right? Now, I'm not saying that you can't have a spa treatment every now and then, or you can't, you know, take time off. You know, I do that all the time, right? But the difference is I think our brains really, again, we talked about all or nothing thinking recently, but our brains really go to that place where it's like, oh my gosh, but then I would never work and then I would never make money. And the point isn't that you stop working. The point is that you're still doing the actions in your business that you need to grow and see results. But the difference is you're having more fun and enjoyment along the way. So you're giving yourself that permission to take that spa day. You're giving yourself that permission to you know, not work at hours that don't feel good to you. You're giving yourself that permission to release and detach from the actions you're taking and trust that they're going to connect with the right people and result in a client. That is the difference there. I'm not saying don't work in your business. I'm saying work in your business, take the actions, but take them from the energy of feeling good and watch how things shift. This has been a really, really big shift for me because I would have been the first person to be like, no, that's not possible. If I take the day off, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to make myself wrong for that. And then I'm going to feel guilty that I didn't do it. And then I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, this is why, you know, X client didn't come through or whatever, right? I was just such in a pattern of making myself wrong for the things until... (laughs) And goodness, I think my business coach probably has said this to me countless, countless, countless times. God bless her. But it really, really took a long time for this to click for me. But when you focus on feeling good and taking the actions from that energy, things just seem to work. Things seem to line up and the results really come in with so much more ease. Now, Back to what I was saying earlier, because again, I think that there is such a misconception around either thinking that this means don't work in your business, which it doesn't. It just means give yourself permission to have a life too, to weave enjoyment in, to actually do the things that help you to feel good, whatever those things are, shifting your mindset again and again and again to get to that place. But again, the other thing that comes up here is this idea that you have to be high vibe all the time. And one, that's not sustainable. And two, you're human. So this is just such a bizarre concept. Like I really think this concept in the online space is just like, 
law of attraction blown out of proportion, essentially. But this idea of being high vibe all the time is just not sustainable. Like none of us can keep that up, right? And it actually, I think, gets in the way of feeling good. And what I mean by that is if you're trying to feel high vibe all the time, there are probably some thoughts, feelings, and emotions you're masking or aren't really accessing or are trying to avoid. And by way of that, all of that avoidance actually takes a shit ton of energy. It really does. So you're either spending all of your energy avoiding the thing or you can be spending your energy shifting your mindset and working through the thing. And that's actually what I suggest, right? Sometimes that means feeling your feelings. Sometimes that means journaling it out, having a really good cry session, screaming into a pillow, being in a piss poor mood for a few days. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, this is the stuff that we need to work through because this is actually what makes it so much more difficult to feel good is just avoiding those emotions in general, thinking that you have to feel a high vibe all the time can actually, I think, can actually cause a lot more harm than good. I remember one point in my business where I was super, super frustrated. And it was almost like I didn't want to be. No, it was definitely like I didn't want to be. But I really didn't feel like I should be. I shouldn't be frustrated. This shouldn't be a thing. I just need to like get through it, get to the other side. This like pushing, forcing energy, right? Of just like must plow through at all costs. And I just remember feeling when I finally allowed myself to feel those feelings it was on a coaching call with my coach and she really just asked me to like sit with those feelings for a while and I just remember I mean I think I was like crying my eyes out at this point but I just remember being like I'm just so freaking frustrated and really allowing myself to feel that was incredible and not incredible in that it like felt super great at the time it definitely didn't but incredible in that I realized how much I had been avoiding that feeling how much I had been making myself wrong for feeling frustrated and as soon as I allowed myself to feel it as soon as I allowed myself to just cry it out and process it and actually like soothe myself through it and I actually did that for like 30 minutes after that coaching call where I just like curled up in a blanket and cried absolutely freaking cried because I was just so frustrated at my business I was really like feeling the feels run I don't even I can't even tell you what was going on in my business at the time I don't remember why I was frustrated but I do remember this very impactful moment of holy hell it was so much energy to keep this all down like I did not realize how much energy I was spending actually just avoiding those feelings, actually just claiming the fact that I was frustrated, that I wanted to move through that, that I didn't want to be frustrated. Actually, this is super funny. I'm just remembering, if you look at my human design chart, I don't know a ton about human design, but 
I do, I have researched briefly. And one of my not self themes is frustration. So frustration for me is like an indicator that things are like not in alignment, not feeling good. And totally makes sense now that I'm talking through this with you, that that feeling was something that I was just, just didn't want to deal with, right? So my point here is really that one, high vibe is not sustainable and not real, so don't go for that. But two, sometimes the path to feeling good is actually feeling those emotions that you don't want to feel. And I think there's a difference between feeling good overall and feeling good in this moment, right? So for the example I just used there, when I was bawling my eyes out on the couch with a blanket like curled around me, I was not feeling good in the moment. Feeling that frustration did not feel good in the moment. However, did it help me to feel good overall? Because I realized I didn't have to keep avoiding that. I didn't have to keep stuffing it down. I didn't have to spend all that energy to avoid this feeling that was basically harmless, you know? Well, that overall really helped me to shift things in my business. And I think that It really is never just one thing that helps you feel good, right? It's the combination of things. I think so often we want that quick fix. We want, well, just tell me how to do it, Amanda. Just tell me how to feel good and I'll go and I'll do the freaking thing so that I can get the result. And I know that this is something that I've been, again, frustrated in the past about is that Feeling good is something you can't fake. Feeling good is something you have to find for yourself. It's the work that only you can do. No one else can tell you. I mean, coaches can support you in it. Coaches can help you uncover what's not feeling good. Coaches can help you to access the tools you need to get to a place of feeling good. I honestly believe that. But when it comes to what is actually going to make you feel good, You are the expert on you. You are the person who is going to know you better than anyone else. And you are going to know what is actually going on with you and what is actually going to help here. So this is where I really encourage you to honestly just make a list. This is such a useful exercise because in the moments when you're not feeling good, Either you're frustrated at your business, you're frustrated that, you know, a client you thought would sign didn't resign and you're feeling the feels around that, or you're frustrated that you're working more than you wanted to, or you're frustrated, like insert thing here, right? So when you're feeling those feelings, the tendency is to want to sit in that, right? The tendency is to want to be like, well, these shitty things are happening. These shitty circumstances are happening. And I just have to like spin on this. I just have to sit with this. And yes, sometimes that is the path to feeling good. Sometimes it is sitting with that. Sometimes it is, you know, just feeling the emotions around that. But what I would like to offer here is that there is always a choice. There is always a choice of what happens next. And if you want to feel sad or angry or whatever feeling is coming up for you, I think that that is valuable work. I really do. And that's exactly what happened to me with that frustration is that I really just had to sit with it. I had to be with that long enough to feel it so that I could release it. But I also want to say that 
in the moments that you're feeling those things, you have another option. You have another choice there in that you can focus on things that do make you feel good. And I think sometimes we think, oh my gosh, but I'm not actually worthy of that right now because this shitty circumstance is happening. But that's not actually true. Like that's never true. It's not like you had a bad day, so you need to continue having a bad day. (laughs) You have the option to change these emotions at any time. And this is where mindset work can be helpful. So literally make a list of things that support you in feeling good whether that's going for a walk, whether that's lighting a candle, whether that's taking a lovely bubble bath, whether that's journaling it out, whether that's having a dance party all by yourself, whether that's going for a run. Oh my gosh, I can tell you countless times that going for a run has helped me to shift like thoughts, feelings, and emotions and energy and just move through it, right? It's going to look different for everyone, but that's why it's important for you to make a list of things that support you in feeling good so that you can rely on the list when you don't feel good, right? When you don't want to sit in the emotions of it feeling, you know, not good, (laughs) essentially, right? Having a good cry is one of the best ways to... I have found to really move through those things that aren't feeling good too. So it's going to look different depending on you, but that's where you get to be the expert. That's where you get to really figure out what works for you and know that you can always shift it. You can always get back to that place of feeling good. Not that you have to feel good all the time, but it's always an option. It's always a choice, which I think is really important here too. So The other thing that I wanted to mention here is that it often doesn't quote unquote feel good in the moment when you're working through some of these things that support you in feeling good long term. So a good example I have of this is sales calls, right? When I first started my business, I absolutely dreaded them. I used to break out in hives. I would secretly hope that people would cancel. I wasn't sure why anyone would actually hire me. I had like every single mindset block you can possibly humanly imagine. I probably had it, right? And sales calls felt super uncomfortable for me. I did not look forward to them clearly by what I just said. So overall... Do I feel good about sales now? Is it like basically what I've built my business around? Yes, 100%. Now I freaking love sales calls. I think they're the most amazing things. I love having the opportunity to connect with other business owners. I love helping them spot those blind spots because I can really see the things that they cannot see. I can see what the thing to solve for is rather than the thing that they've been spinning on, right? It just... They're so much fun to me. At least this is literally why I continue to offer these free 30-minute sincere sales coaching calls, even though I am fully booked in my business, is because I like I love them. <laughs> like I cannot make this up. If you have not booked one of these, you should definitely take me up on it because I only do a few each week, but they are so much fun because we get to get to the root of why selling doesn't feel good for you. And then we get to shift it so that you can see bigger results. So when it comes to how I felt about sales calls, yes, it was freaking uncomfortable at the time, but the way that it shifted to feel good long-term was by staying in it 
people is by continuing to do them, by doing them again and again and again and again and again. And this is where most people want to tap out. This is where most people are convinced they don't have the right business, that this isn't the right offer, that they need a different freebie, that they actually want to do XYZ instead. This is where so many people really struggle with staying in it is when it doesn't feel good in the moment, when it is uncomfortable, when you are getting feedback that you don't necessarily enjoy, when you're showing up for messy, uncomfortable actions is when it really doesn't feel good. But if you can stick through it not feeling good in those instances long enough for it to actually feel good long term, you will see bigger results. And that is what shifted for me when it came to sales calls. When I stayed in it enough to learn what worked, to get good at it, to relax my nervous system around it, to figure out how to word things in a way that felt true to me and good to me, not just like... I don't know, not just like from a, every time I hop on a sales call, I say this kind of way, but when I actually gave myself permission to be me, to be myself, to run them the way that felt good, all of that, that didn't click with one call. That didn't click with 10 calls. That was like countless sales calls of staying in it was how I got to a point of feeling good, right? Same thing is true for like almost any new uncomfortable thing you try. I learned to ski as an adult. I talk about this all the time, but it was really uncomfortable for me to learn to ski. I would wake up at some really, really early hour in the morning and drive to the mountain and go to ski school. And I would envy the kids in ski school who were like, you know, three feet off the ground. They bounced up like a rubber ball after they fell. Meanwhile, I was like nursing my tailbone for weeks after (laughs) with Epsom salt baths and all of it, right? I just really was uncomfortable through that process. I did not like... I also have a terrible fear of heights, so just add that into the mix and you can only imagine, right? But the way I got through it to actually enjoy it now, and I can really truly say that I enjoy skiing now, was by taking the uncomfortable action again and again. But the uncomfortable not feeling good action actually led to the feeling good overall. And that's why I think this is an important conversation to have because I think so often most people think, well, if it doesn't feel good in this moment, it means that I should stop. It means that I should not do sales calls or this isn't the strategy for me or whatever. And I mean, look, I'm I'm not saying that like that's the only way to sell in your business. And I do think that there's room to play there. But what I am saying is It's going to take time and discomfort to master any strategy, right? So can you stick with it? Can you stay in it long enough for that to actually happen? One of the things that I find remarkable about my consistent clients intensives that I do is that we clear out so many mindset blocks that people really have around marketing and sales. And Sometimes this looks like permission. Sometimes this looks like a simplified strategy that they can actually stick with. Sometimes this, well, it often does result in a simplified strategy, but sometimes this looks like self-trust, figuring out why it is that 
they're not fully trusting themselves or almost like the difference between intellectually knowing something, but then something will click in the intensive and all of a sudden it will, they'll just like feel it on a whole new level or it'll just make so much more sense than all of the knowledge that they had been piling on previously. I see that be a shift as well. So basically what we're doing in these intensives, based on what I just listed off there, is finding what feels good. Finding what feels good to the client, finding what mindset blocks are standing in the way, and clearing out all of those. Or doing the work to begin clearing out those mindset blocks so that they can continue to do that work on their own as well. And what I think is really amazing about doing this work to find what feels good for them is that I have seen people get really incredible results after this intensive and not just like one outlying client, like really incredible results. And I was thinking about it recently, like what is it that makes it possible for some of these intensive clients to get really, really incredible results? And I was really thinking about the amount of work that we do for them to be able to find what feels good and how that all of a sudden is the path to bigger results in their business. I'm thinking of one client in particular who we did an intensive and then I think within the next two weeks she went on to book a 7k project which was really really impressive for her at the time like she drastically increased her rates and it was just one of those moments where she up leveled her self-worth she gave herself so much permission to actually charge what she wanted to charge she did the mindset work around her process and no longer was like chasing all these other things she thought she needed to have to be able to charge that rate. And that's when that project came in. That's when she landed that project. And that is some freaking incredible mindset work there because that is how cultivating the right mindset to take more of the right actions in your business really truly translates to your bottom line, really truly translates to more sales. The other client that I'm thinking of I remember she came to me and she had felt like she lost her sparkle. (laughs) I don't know if she described it exactly that way, but it was like, marketing's not really feeling fun. I just haven't really been showing up or I haven't really been doing the things and I'm looking to like get get my sparkle back basically. And so much of what we did in that intensive for her was, yes, again, we went through the simplified sales strategy and all of that, But it was that permission piece, again, permission to do it in a way that felt good, permission to really own what she was good at, permission to tell people that she was actually good at that thing. And that was the difference maker. That was the thing that helped everything to click. And then she turned around and she landed a 3K client after, like immediately after that intensive, (laughs) which is really incredible too, because the energy just shifted, right? It's, we can't even say that was from the marketing or the sales strategy that we put in place. It was the permission piece. It was the permission to sell, permission to sell in a way that felt good, permission to be herself, permission to pitch. Like, The permission piece was what felt good and it was what helped her to sell in a way that felt good. So this is so incredibly connected because we don't just want to close more sales in a way that feels good. We want to feel good so we can close more sales. It works both ways. 
Another huge piece in feeling good so you can close more sales or make more sales is making time to have a life and making the business less important. And I know that this is work that I have had to do my entire business, both businesses probably, but I don't think that I actually started doing it until I pivoted to coaching. But I think that I added on an immense amount of self-inflicted personal pressure when I started a business and I really felt like I had something to prove. I really felt like I had almost like this subconscious belief that I had to prove that it was the right decision to leave corporate, that it was the right decision to start my own business, that I had like done it right basically. And what I like to point out here is, well, one, no one put that on me, but me. So that's how we know it's also a mindset thing. But two, Every time I detach, like I know that this is the lever, the manifestation lever that I can pull to speed up my manifestations is detachment and surrender. I know this. I have seen it to be true again and again and again. It's true for everything. Literally everything I've ever manifested in my life and business has been by way of detachment and surrender. So it makes sense that all of the big results that I've seen in my business have been by way of making the business feel less important by actually making time to have a life, by actually focusing on other things that I enjoy. You know that we um, had a Southwest or have a Southwest companion pass this year and the year prior. And I really believe that when we started traveling a ton, because we have traveled a ton over the past year and a half, that that was really when things started to shift in my business in a big way, because I stopped waiting on the business to feel good. I stopped making the business the thing that meant I was actually allowed to feel good now. It's that whole like do your work then you can have your recess mentality. I really think that I thought, that's such a weird phrase, I really think that I thought that if I worked hard enough, if I got to a certain income goal, if I got to a certain number of clients, whatever, insert the thing here, doesn't actually matter, that then I was allowed to feel good on the other side. And in a weird way, I think I was almost like punishing myself for not being there yet. And all of that shifted when I started making more time or making more of a priority. I think I've always had the time. But making it more of a priority to actually feel good, to actually focus on living my life, to actually go for the things that I wanted and manifest the things that I wanted like this Southwest Companion Pass and actually make use of that. I really think that there was something that clicked because all of a sudden I stopped waiting. I stopped waiting to earn that feel-good feeling and I started just getting the thing things that I want. And I'm not saying like I wasn't irresponsible with my money or anything like that, but I stopped waiting for, you know, not to be able to travel or go to the places that I wanted until I hit a certain income goal. And I stopped waiting till the business hit a certain point to 
buy XYZ thing. Like I just made that less of a thing and I decided that I could have the life now. I decided I could have the feel good feelings now. And by way of doing that, I took a ton of pressure off the business, a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of pressure off the business because it didn't feel like, okay, well, when the business reaches this point, then I can have all these things that I want. It was like, I already have the things that I want. And of course the business is just the business growing and me supporting more clients and me helping more people is another thing that I want. And there's no reason that works any differently. There's no reason that me getting what I want in that area works any differently than getting what I want in these other areas. So I think it really built that muscle of feeling good does translate to more sales because I can tell you every single time that I've seen my highest revenue months is when I have felt really freaking good. And okay, okay, I should clarify that. When I've focused on feeling good, right? I'm thinking back and I know that one of my highest income months was actually right after my puppy died. And I remember being absolutely devastated, like absolutely heartbroken and devastated. But I can tell you, looking back on that experience, I made feeling good the biggest priority. And partially the reason for that was like I just didn't have the capacity to to not make feeling good the biggest priority I didn't have capacity for much else at that time and I can't even tell you how much I reframed during that time how much I took care of myself during that time how much I really focused on getting back to that place of feeling good because I knew how important it was right so I think back to that time I can remember one moment in particular where I think I had been thinking like oh my gosh I should really be doing xyz thing and I was like you know what Amanda, you are killing it. You are kicking ass right now because you have just been through a lot and you're doing the absolute best you can. And I am so freaking proud of you. And that was like the inner self-talk that was happening at that time. And I had never stood up for myself in that way or made myself right in quite the same way. And it really, really shifted things for me. That was when I was like, okay, this making myself right thing is some of the most important mindset work that I can do. And it's because that was the mindset work that helped me to feel good at a time when I really, it was just a really difficult time of grieving and it wasn't great, right? Overall, like (laughs) was not a good experience, But I focused on feeling good. I made that the most important thing. I gave myself so much credit. I really focused on being my own best cheerleader. I was reframing all of those mindset things again and again and again. And then I had one of my highest income months. Well, at that point, it was my highest income months, right? So during that very same month, and I know I've talked about how when, you know, bad things happen in your life, it doesn't necessarily have to mean something bad for the business. And I think that was a great example of that as well. But again, focusing on feeling good was what helped me to have that best income month too, right? If I had made myself wrong for it, like heck, I probably could have like burned down the business during that time if I really had, you know, given into that inner critic dialogue and those like all of it, right? I probably could have like completely tapped out and been like, this isn't it and whatever. And like 
that would have been a shame and I'm glad I didn't do that. But this is where that mindset work matters. This is where doing the work, even if it doesn't feel good in the moment, this is where continually doing the work to move yourself closer to what actually does feel good, even if it feels shitty in the t- at the time, which this certainly did in that instance. But doing that work to move closer to what felt good was what made the biggest difference. It was allowing myself to have midday baths and showers and cry it out and process those feelings and emotions and only take on what I could handle at that point and let myself off the hook for the rest of it. It was like that constant getting back to, okay, what would feel good here? What would feel good here? And doing that work again and again and again. This kind of took a sad turn at the end. Sorry, guys. (laughs) But I think that that is just a really powerful instance of how this work actually matters. We can use the same example of my haircut today. There would have been a time when I would have said, you know, like, I don't have time, air quotes, for a haircut. And I would have been like, and now I'm recording this at 7 p.m. at night and made myself wrong for that. And now I'm just like, yeah, I'm recording it because I took off in the middle of the day to go get a haircut, which feels freaking amazing. And I would do it all over again, right? So again, just making that decision to keep bringing it back to what feels good and really trusting that you feeling good overall doesn't have to mean like feeling amazing in this particular moment though I think that's some of the work we can do too but really just doing the work to get back to what feels good again and again and again is what helps you to close more sales overall. So this is work where having the support of a coach can be really really impactful because sometimes it's hard to see especially when it gets confusing with the like okay, so you don't feel great in this moment. You got to go process your feelings and cry it out. But overall, this is going to help you feel good. I think sometimes that can be confusing to someone who's close to it, right? It was confusing when I was in it. So this is where having that support and guidance through those emotions, through those challenging circumstances, through those mindset shifts can really be a game changer because it's going to help you to get back to feeling good overall so that you can close more sales and ultimately thrive in life and business, which is really what we're here for. So I hope that this was helpful to you today. I hope that it's really going to help you feel like making feeling good a priority is some of the most important work that you can do and just give you that permission. Just keep giving you that permission to, yes, take the actions in your business, but take them from the energy of feeling good and watch how your results transform because of them. Okay, guys, I hope you have an amazing week. I cannot wait to talk to you next week and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business, and now it's available to all of you. 
Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. doing the work to begin clearing out all those so they they can get the lack words oh my gosh or doing the work to continue clearing or okay hold on